0: Proverbs 18, we've been looking at some verses here, Proverbs 18, and we go down to 10, the name of the Lord, Proverbs 18, 10, the name of the Lord is a strong tower, the righteous run to it and are safe. We're able to look at this word of God and apply it when we're in trouble and difficulty in God's name. Is very much Enter your access code followed by the pound <coughs> or hash. <coughs> followed yeah. by the pound or hash. If you do not know your PIN, please enter pound or hash. The God's grace is very much present with us. God's name is recording has started. We're in Proverbs 18 and we're looking at verse 10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. We recall times in our lives, and I remember quoting this verse in the midst of difficulties many years ago that I can run to God's name. It's not simply a name to call upon and just hope that something will happen, but God's name is powerful. The apostle said it's not through our own holiness that this man is healed, but it's through faith in the name of Jesus. That's the reason the man is standing before you healed. Hallelujah. And well. See this in Acts chapter 3. And the lame man sitting by that beautiful gate. The gate called Beautiful, the temple. All of a sudden as Peter and John were there. Looking at him. And they said, look on us. And the man gave attention To Peter and John, he was expecting, it's written in Acts chapter 3 verse 5, to receive something from them. Acts chapter 3 and verse 6. Then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Proverbs 18.10 The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and are safe. Acts chapter 3 verse 7. And he took him up by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. So he leaping up stood and walked and entered the temple with them. Walking, leaping, and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God and then they knew that it was he, this the same man who sat begging alms at the beautiful gate of the temple and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Now as the lame man who was healed held on to Peter and John, all the people ran together to them in the porch which is called Solomon's, greatly amazed. When Peter saw it, he responded to the people. Men of Israel, why do you marvel at this? Or why look so intently on us as though by our own power or godliness we had made this man walk? I mentioned this before. It's important to mention it again. If Peter and John were not godly, it would not have happened. The miracle would not have happened through them. It's not Peter and John's godliness apart from the name of Jesus. It's the name of Jesus working through them. It's the name of Jesus that caused him to be well. The vessel that God uses must be clean for the spirit to flow so powerfully in a genuine miracle. The God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob the God of our fathers. Glorify the servant Jesus. We see the beautiful way in which the Holy Spirit, speaking through Peter, immediately ties in the 2,000 year covenant that God made to Abraham from the date Peter spoke this. Some 2,000 years in the past. And Peter brings this up. He could have just said, it's not through our power of godliness. We had made this this man walk it's through the name of Jesus. But he puts that there. Showing the authenticity of the whole scriptures. From Genesis all the way down to the time of Peter. Showing the power of God to keep his promise. He's a promise keeping God the name of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob the God of these patriarchs that are brought up here not simply God did it the God of our fathers but specifically Abraham, Isaac and Jacob no other It wasn't some God from some land in another continent or some other ancestor through Abraham, Isaac and Jacob This is New Covenant. It's very important for us to know we may not be Jewish by physical lineage, physical descent, but we are the true Jews and true Israel of God, according to God's own word. In the New Testament. See in Romans, Galatians. If Abraham is our father by faith. Abraham was the first Jew. No matter what nationality or race you are, whether we are Caucasian, whether we are African, whether we are white, black, brown, whatever color, culture, Spanish, or Asian, all of us are marvelously united In Christ to be the true children of Abraham. That's the right perspective and understanding. You and I can say rightfully before God Almighty. And testify to people. We are descendants of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. How? In Christ. Through faith. Because he's the father of faith, Abraham. Isaac and Jacob followed through Abraham, Isaac and Jacob came the Lord Jesus Christ and we are born again by the blood of Jesus Christ who is a Jewish descendant of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. What an amazing adoption grafting in to the commonwealth of Israel. Absolutely astounding when we really understand the full import of what is being stated there the Holy Spirit brings in right there in the midst of a great miracle to let people know the same God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob the one who called Abraham to leave his country, Abraham his kindred, his father's house and go to a land that he's going to show him to make him a blessing to bless him make of him a great nation to bless those who bless him and curse those who curse him give him a seed Christ, through which all the families, yes, the Gentiles came in through Jesus Christ. Up until that time, the Jews were kept separate on purpose by God to show the whole world what God will do with the people that He creates and who are loyal to him, although they failed miserably in many instances as a nation. There always remained the promise of God and He found a way to get a remnant out of these people. Even in the midst of darkness. We are part of the remnant of the living God. Part of the remnant all over the world who are true children of Abraham by faith. True children of Isaac and Jacob by faith. Peter said, Men of Israel, you saw what just happened, this miracle, why are you amazed? As if it's through us, our own godliness, that this happened. No. The God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified the servant Jesus, whom you delivered up and denied in the presence of Pilate. Direct connection, spanning two millennia, beginning with Abraham, Peter sums it up in one single verse. That God that you boast about as Jews. Say that Abraham is our father. race specific lineage. Very specific heritage. He says that God has glorified his servant Jesus. Whom he delivered up and denied him the presence of Pilate. This is what they saw. They couldn't understand that he's the son of God. They were blinded. That's why they crucified him. But it says, you know, there's a man. He came. Yes, that son of a carpenter, as far as you know, being some 30 years old, 33 or so, and he was delivered up before that Roman, Governor Pilate, you all know this, connecting that man with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob the God of our forefathers. And he goes on to the next verse, he says, whereas Pilate wanted to let him go, in verse 13, verse 14, he says, speaking by the Holy Spirit, but you denied the Holy One and the just and asked for a murderer to be granted to you. They got Barabbas, known murderer, convicted criminal, And they crucified who? And killed the Prince of Life whom God raised from the dead, of which she says we are witnesses. Here it is. We can jot down Proverbs 18.10 and put it right here in Acts 3.16. And his name, through faith in his name has made this man strong whom you see and know. Yes, the faith which comes through him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Glory be to God. Jesus is the name that is above every other name. We can cry out to Jesus and he will deliver us from the midst of a hopeless situation, the midst of adversity. The name of the Lord is a strong tower when it seems as if the enemy, the wolves have surrounded us has encircled us. We call upon God's name and he delivers us. David stood right above the giant and cut off his head. Before that, he proclaimed, you're coming against me with your carnal weapons. I'm coming against you in the name of the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The name of the Lord, Lord Jesus, is our victory, our protection, our healing, our deliverance. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. We understand more this morning and reinforce for some just how powerful the name of Jesus is. When we have faith in his name, it's not simply name dropping. There are some people who tried to use Jesus' name, and even through the apostle Paul, they said, the Jesus whom Paul preaches, seven brothers, and they tried to cast out an evil spirit from a man, and the evil spirit jumped on them, became violent against them, made them naked, they ran out, with great fear and torment. People fear the name of the Lord Jesus. It's through faith in His name. We need to have a right relationship with Him. We need to make sure we're walking in the fear of the Lord. And we believe Jesus is the highest name anywhere ever. Ever. This Jesus, whom you crucified, God has raised him up to be Lord of all. Verse seventeen, Acts three seventeen. Yet now, brethren, I know that you did it in ignorance, as you as did also your rulers, didn't excuse them because their hearts weren't right; otherwise, God would reveal it to them. But those things which God foretold by the mouth of all his prophets that the Christ would suffer he he has thus fulfilled God didn't do it in the dark he spoke through Isaiah Jeremiah, Ezekiel and Daniel he spoke through Abraham he spoke through Enoch all the prophets that my son is coming to deliver mankind from the curse of the law And from the curse of a depraved heart that came from the fall, from disobedience. It continues to plague humanity because of rebellion, trying to find world peace and a cure for the plagues out there, the plague of sin without Jesus Christ. The answer is, verse 19, repent. Repent change your mind change your ways repent therefore and be converted be changed which means receive the Lord Jesus that your sins may be blotted out it's a thick stain before the Lord God says you did it you did the crime I didn't just do the time I gave my life so that you can go free you are on death for all. Jesus had to death for you to set you free. How should you live? Repent therefore and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that the times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, that He may send Jesus Christ who has preached to you before, whom heaven must receive until the times of restoration of all things. Which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets, again, since the world began. God speaks. Are we listening? Do we read the word of God? Do we have faith? Do we believe? Please make sure you mute your mics. Are we listening to God? Acts 3.22 For Moses truly said to the fathers The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brethren Him you shall hear in all things whatever he says to you and it shall be that every soul who will not hear that prophet shall be utterly destroyed from among the people God is making the offer to the apostle Peter by the Holy Spirit you did wrong you're guilty God has mercy upon you take the way out the way of escape submit to Jesus Christ receive him Acts 3.24 yes and all the prophets from Samuel and those who follow as many as have spoken have also foretold these days you are the sons of the prophets and of the covenant which God made with our fathers again Saying to Abraham and in your seed. All the families of the earth shall be blessed. What a conclusion. To all that they've learned and recited over the years. Regarding their forefather Abraham and the covenant God made with the Jews. Peter says by the spirit to you first. God having raised up the servant Jesus. Resurrected him after he died on the cross for sins. Sent him to bless you in turning away every one of you from your iniquities. God is able to change hearts. Only God can change hearts. How thankful we ought to be that God came to us as we heard one of the prayers before. The word this morning. God comes and frees a man, frees a woman, frees a young person from the bondage of lust, from the bondage of evil desires. God is well able to do it, and He does it all the time. To those who would have faith in the name of Jesus, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. Those who are plagued with sin and temptation, plagued with difficulties and crises, both internal and external, from within the heart and without or outside the heart, circumstances, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. May may we trust in God's name this morning may we use the name of Jesus to understand that the name of Jesus is all powerful it's through faith in his name that we became born again it's through faith in his name that we receive emancipation freedom from every bondage as we grow in faith in his name and understand this is the God who made all the universe Jesus Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, but expressly stated that through Him the worlds were made. Through His blood we're saved. There's a wall and a tower that a rich man can build, verse 11. It appears to be a strong city. But none of it can deliver from death. But the name of Jesus, the name of the Lord, is a true refuge. They had cities of refuge back in Israel. God particularly set apart certain cities called cities of refuge. So a person who accidentally kills someone, they can run there for protection. But the city, the tower, that protects us eternally, is Jesus. The ark kept Noah and his family safe from a worldwide flood, mass destruction. Jesus is that ark. He's our deliverance. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. Hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I've got him on my mind. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I've got him on my mind. The name that is above every other name given under heaven, whereby we must be saved. We're able to use that name daily because the name is still all-powerful. It's the name that Satan is deadly afraid of when we have faith in his name, and that implies obedience. No one can claim their faith in Jesus' name, walking in darkness. They have no fellowship, nothing to do with that name. Let everyone that names in the name of the Lord depart from iniquity, the Apostle says, by the Spirit. The way the name is going to be all-powerful in our lives. It's all-powerful all by itself. But in our lives is when we have faith that it is the highest name. That through the name of Jesus, miracles will come to me from Heaven. Because I believe... In the Lord. I trust in the Lord. I love the Lord. May the Lord wash us with this word this morning. Renew our commitment to serve him. Fear him and love him. And leave all. The situations in his hand. And rest easy. Peace. I give unto you. The Lord Jesus says. My peace I give you. Not like the world. In perfect peace. As the one who's. Mind is stayed on you. Trust in the Lord. Who? The Jehovah. Forever. He's our strength. Jesus is our strength. I call upon his name. He's our strength. As many of you know, it was my birthday yesterday and called my parents as they called me earlier and left a message 50 years ago and my mother recounted to me again as I asked her what time i was born why she could remember and i was born at home my father was stationed in a Place, railway station in India as an assistant station master, far from our native area. Living quarters were very wonderful. Mother really appreciated all that God provided. There's a wonderful provision made for the station master and for the assistant station master. So it was very comfortable. And uh, when the time of the delivery came near, they're about to take a 14 hour journey on a train because there were no hospitals around there, 14 hours. And my father told the porter that he had, and he went and called a nurse, a midwife, who just happened to be living in that area. She immediately came, and she stayed all night with my mom. And she said, there's no way you can travel. The baby will be born in the train. And that, too, a crowded 14-hour journey to the nearest Hospital. And the Lord made the delivery successful, obviously, and protected me. My father had heard about the name of Jesus, even as a little child. In the late 30s, 1940, he would run at the sound of the church bell and drop everything, whatever whatever he was doing, playing. Although he wasn't from a very religious family, something drove him to be in the presence of God and get the blessing from the man of God who was there before he left even as a child. He understood the value of it by and by and his trust in the name of Jesus, unlike his siblings, was being formed. That God protected him, the same God, gave a safe delivery so that I could be born as a second of four children on earth one in heaven and the very next day when my grandmother made a long journey overnight to come and she's not one who travels my mother was marveling even yesterday how her mother was able to come such a long journey by herself to be with my mother and the newborn, myself, the very next day in those comfortable quarters where we lived as my father worked there, there there's a snake in the room. My mother was there, my grandmother, and here I was one day old. My mother was telling me yesterday the next day, the devil came to visit you. Obviously, wanted to kill. And uh, from what I remember, that was told to me before, my mother was trying to recollect fully yesterday, her memories. She said, was, wasn't that great anymore. But I remember many times her telling before, telling me that... Uh, My grandmother screamed, called someone and someone came from outside and where they were trapped in the room with this deadly snake there, they came and got rid of the creature. My grandmother believed in the name of Jesus. It was in 1956, my mother was nine years old, and my grandfather, who was a staunch Hindu, generations from the warrior class, they called them. And uh, he had an experience when he was in Israel on military training exercises in the 40's as he was traveling with a British governor there he met the Lord and he came back and told his mother my great grandmother she felt like she can die it's a great dishonor and she basically disowned him and vowed that he would not get any inheritance, although he was the oldest of some ten children, and he had large property that would have come to him from his father, who was a police superintendent of a large district, well-known. My grandfather decided, I'm going to follow Jesus. I don't care what I lose. I've gained heaven. What I sought by way of ritual early in the morning and getting up, from five AM to do the ritual baths and all the things associated with that religion. He said couldn't give me salvation, but I found the one who has salvation. Jesus. Some years later when my great grandmother was dying, or before that actually, my grandfather went and visited her. And she told them you best not mention the name of Jesus in my house. became angry at that very moment she began to cough up blood. When she had that incident happen, it terrified her and she vowed, I will never speak against the name of Jesus. And on her Deathbed, my grandfather carried her literally, literally, prayed for all night before she died. That the Lord would save her, give her salvation. My grandmother, who was there when that cobra, I believe, deadly snake, was there in the room when I was one day old in those remote quarters. in the state of Andhra Pradesh, in India. In 1956, my grandfather's younger brother came to visit them in North India, where he was stationed as an army officer. My grandfather told him, you know, I'm a Christian and we have family prayer. Although I know you're not a Christian, you can join us if you wish, but if not, don't worry, you can just go to the master bedroom and stay there while we pray over here. And he declined to join them and he went to the master bedroom and during prayer they heard noises, they went to see, their particular bedroom had a high ceiling and the younger brother of my grandfather was jumping high to the ceiling on the bed, demon-possessed. And his voice changed, his countenance changed. He was only about 17 years old, I believe, at the time. My grandfather was in his 40s, an exceptionally strong man with a violent temper. since coming to Christ changes happened to my grandfather obviously but when he met with the situation he didn't know how to handle it and he went and grabbed his younger brother to try to get order into him and this younger brother just a stick compared to my very strong grandfather was able to hurl my grandfather. That's what my grandfather knew. This is a demonic power that's possessed him. My mother, who was nine years old at the time, witnessed my grandfather cry out to Jesus. Never saw him cry before. And he said, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I didn't leave my religion to come to you, so my grand my, my brother can be possessed like this taken over by the devil he had a crisis of faith he said if you are the real God deliver my brother that time this kid brother that was possessed with the devil literally said to my grandfather give me a chicken a live chicken he wanted blood This drama is happening. My mother is there. My uncles were younger to her. My grandmother was there in the kitchen and she was very afraid. My grandfather said, I'm not giving you any chicken for the blood. And... uh, then the kid brother said, if you won't give me a chicken, give me water. Grandfather said, I can do that. I can give you water. And he called out to my grandmother who was behind the wall, the kitchen. And said, he, he needs some water. Bring me some water. And she took a cup of water and she prayed the name of Jesus over that water pleaded the blood of Jesus over that water. She said, in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, cover this water, Lord, because she saw her young brother-in-law possessed. But she knew there's power in this name, in this name of Jesus, in the blood of Jesus. Unbeknownst to my grandfather, And certainly the younger brother was demon-possessed. The cup was transferred from my grandmother behind the wall to my grandfather and to this younger brother. And the moment he took a sip of that water, he clutched his own throat and began to scream in agony. He said, my throat is on fire. It's burning. What did you do to that water? Screamed the demons raging within, and he passed out. Grandfather's praying fervently, everybody's watching. Then finally when he came to he didn't know what happened. He was normal again. It's through faith in his name, the name of Jesus, that no devil can remain. No demon, no disease. Hallelujah. The faith in his name. Which is the same as the blood because it speaks about the person. The life in that person. The life-giving spirit, the second Adam, Jesus Christ. There's no situation where Jesus cannot deliver us with the name of Jesus, cannot take authority over the circumstance and over every devil that seems to come against us as children of God, bought by the blood of the Lamb of God. Remember these things when you read this verse in Proverbs 18.10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. righteous run into it. That name was a refuge for my grandparents and my mother and her brothers the power and authority of that name overtook the demons that were trying to destroy their relative the demons left something happened to the water it didn't become holy because of some ritual but because of living faith in the living God nothing but the blood of Jesus know the name by the name of Jesus hallelujah may we use that name today and every day not forfeit our birthright we have a right to that name because we've been born again by that name by the blood of the one who bears that name the only Lord God Almighty Jesus Christ the Son of God the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit Three persons of the divine God had one God. Jesus, the visible expression of the invisible God, the exact representation. Have you seen me, you've seen the Father, Jesus told Philip. "When Philip wanted to see the Father. In him dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily, says the Colossians. He is the Alpha and Omega. May God bless us to understand the power of the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. He used that mighty name with faith, knowing that no force in the universe can stop or stand against that name and prevail. David came against Goliath in the name of the Lord. And he prevailed. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, we thank you for your powerful name. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the exact details on how to trust in your name and how to use your name. That name changes hearts, destroys demons. delivers from disease and death. The name of the Lord Jesus brings prosperity. Because you're a living God, Lord. No vain tradition, but a true relationship. A living covenant you made with Abraham. You blessed him, Lord, and blessed his descendants, and we're part of that heritage through Christ, the seed of Abraham. I thank you that every sister, every brother this morning and be prosperous to overflowing through the name of Jesus and come against every evil spirit Lord in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ as plaguing your people curse every evil spirit as seeking to dominate and disturb the peace of God curse your evil spirit leave the people of God in Jesus mighty name Thank you, Lord, for removing every doubt and every fear. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, every fear be gone, every pain be gone in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for answering our cries on behalf of ourselves and our loved ones. Thank you, Lord God, through your name, Almighty Jesus. Salvation is given. Repentance and conversion from darkness to light Lord open the eyes of our loved ones who don't know the power of your name they will come to know as they experience your resurrection power oh God reach out to our loved one Father and they may surrender to that name as we have thank you Lord God Almighty God thank you for your precious name thank you for your precious deliverance thank you for the hope that we have in the name of Jesus only in the name of Jesus Lamb of God. Thank you that you crowned us, Lord. With your righteousness. You causes us to reign in life through your righteousness, through your grace. I thank you and praise you for providing for us richly, calming us, Lord, that we can have perfect peace even right now, even in our situations. Do not worry even one bit or fear one bit. God has everything under control because the name that is above every other name Belongs to God's people. The living Lord Jesus, the captain of our salvation, the Holy One of Israel, is our Savior. Thank you, Lord, for surrounding us with your glory, giving us your perfect peace. Jesus' precious name, thank you. Amen. May I just say, in the middle of the night, Eddie, Lorraine, Josh, and Talia, they left our house after helping serving God here during the day and the enemy wanted to destroy them, they went in two separate vehicles, within a short distance began to slide uncontrollably when the vehicles.